The following is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. And welcome to it indeed. Phone lines, look at that already open. 416-870-6400 as we get into the Monday night edition of the Employment Law Show. You have COVID-19. It is wreaking havoc on uh, the jobs market as well as employees and employers. It is one massive ball of confusion with things changing literally daily, if not hourly, with the government. As opposed to uh, what they're doing with it, how it can affect you, benefit you, or otherwise. We're going to get into all that. If you have questions about the CERB, bring them on because I'm sure you do. Phone lines open 416-870-6400. Email. You can send one along. Help at employmentlawyer.com. And for the foreseeable future, covidrights.ca. Now, this this cracks me up. I got I just got an email about an hour ago, Lior, from uh, from Ryan, who's uh, you know the guy that juggles so many uh, so many balls. He keeps them all in the air at the law firm, and he just emailed me and said, "You have already now. Th- keep in mind, this is the first day you've been able to apply for the CERB. If you're born in January, February, March, feel free to apply." Says uh, says Prime Minister Trudeau, and you have already got a CERB calculator. <laughs> up on the COVID rights. If you were this good at barbecuing, you'd you'd run a steakhouse by now. But that's incredible, man! You've already got this up and running. Yeah, if I was this good at anything else, uh, I, I'd be I'd be all set. But uh, no, it, we, we created this this calculator. I don't even know if that's the right term for it. But if right. you want to know if you qualify for the CERB, uh, you can go on COVIDrights.ca, answer a few questions. You're going to get your answer: yes, you qualify, or no, you don't qualify. Of course, it's easy and it's and it's free to use. Uh, so many people have been asking me this question: Do I qualify? Here's my situation. Well, we've done whatever we can to to provide this information on this show every time on air. I answer those questions but if you need to find out go to covidrights.ca good place to start to find out all kinds of employment law rights during covid uh during the covid virus as well of course as to calculate your entitlements or to find out what you're owed uh in terms of the uh the cerb but that's what we're here on this show we want to answer as many questions as possible whether it's about a layoff about the cerb about ei about how those two work together what you're owed what happens if your boss reduced your hours? What happens if you're not feeling safe to go to work, but your boss yeah. still wants you to come to work? We're ready to talk about that and everything else right now. Take advantage. You know, we did this show yesterday, uh, Sunday, and man, oh man, we, I think we got like 25 people on the air. So let's mm-hmm. let's make it. Uh, let, let's help as many people today as possible this evening. And if you want to reach out to me off air because you're you're. You, you can't get through, or maybe you want to just talk privately. Uh, we'll give you that contact information throughout the show so you can call or you can email. Uh, the big thing, of course, is the CRBs, John, so I'm ready to start taking those calls. You bet, 416-870-6400. we got lots of lines. Bring them on. We'd love to talk to you over the next 45 minutes or so. Bob, nicely done. He's on the ball right away. Uh, how are you, pal? Oh, not too bad. Good. Yeah, still surviving financially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my question is, back in September, um, I ended up being off work because of a medical issue. Uh, long story short, my doctor failed to do the the proper paperwork and this that the other thing. Uh, I'm right now. I'm stuck between. Ontario Works and OTSP. Is there anything that I can do? 
Yes, there is something you can do. What you can do is actually to talk with my partner, Savannah Tumarkin, mm-hmm. who deals exclusively with these disability issues, and he can help you navigate the, the, the maze of disability entitlements. So if you reach out to me uh, off air, I'm going to connect you with Sivan. He'll tell you what to do, who, who to speak with, how to get what you're owed and, and get this resolved. And so for you and anyone else out there dealing with a disability issue, uh, we got you covered on this. Reach out to me. I'll connect you with Sivan and his team, and we'll take care of it. Bob, that number to uh, to reach out, one 821 That's the one to use, one 821 5900 emails help at employmentlawyer.ca. But for the remainder of this show, to call and ask about anything with your employment in this uh, very crazy time to either have a job or be an employer, 416-870-6400. William, you're up next. How are you? Hi, guys. Listen, we're not – we're a small business. Mm -hmm. And and I know you guys know this. Small business, anything under 100 employees. We have zero employees. It's the life in the afternoon, me in the morning. We're, we've been trying for three weeks to get to find out, does any of this apply to us? Our counselors that are on Twitter, what a great, you know, like, we're not part of an association. We're not part of a BIA. And there's lots of us. It, it's the corner variety store. It's the it's the dry cleaner. It's a little bakery in, in, the, in, in the neighborhood. Is there any of this that applies to us? This $40,000 grant that my customers keep telling me that I'm going to get or loan, we don't have a $50,000 payroll. And we just simply can't get answers from the politicians. We don't re- represent any votes to these politicians. I don't want to sound negative, but I'm frustrated. Well, then, then let me answer uh, your question, and I'll tell you what you qualify for. You you can and you could qualify for the CERB benefit, both you and your, your wife, I guess you said, if you're both working and in the business. and But you can only qualify for it right now. If your income is reduced, you are, you are, or sorry, if your income is non-existent, if it's zero, as self-employed individuals, which is what a business owner is, you're self-employed, you would qualify, but only if you're if you close shop and because of that there's no income, you would qualify. That's two thousand dollars a month uh, for up to four months. Now, if in fact you're still earning some income, just a lot less, right now you cannot qualify. But the good news is. The Prime Minister has said over the last 24 hours that there's changes coming to allow individuals that are earning less to still qualify. We don't know what that's going to look like and and how much you're going to qualify for. Is it the full amount or a reduced amount? But that help is coming. But if your income has been reduced and to the point that there's not income coming, you can qualify for the CERB as a self-employed individual. Okay. And and I I do understand that part. But... We're a new business. We're not pulling income. We're living off our savings. So we don't, in the in the world of CRA, we didn't have an income last year. We don't have an income this year because we'll cash in some, well, we, anyway, you, you know the story, right? You know how it mm. works, but we don't have an income. That was, so we haven't seen a drop in income because you, we never had any. But we're no different than the guy across the street that's part of a national chain, but because of how they modeled the format, he's quote-unquote an independent. But we, we, we still have right to pay. We still have hydro. I mean, there's a group of us that have completely, what I'm concerned about, fallen through the cracks. And, again, I'm talking about the baker, the, the tailor, you know, yeah. like – if you don't have income, you're right. That that is a problem. The only thing that would be available to you is various tax deferrals, 
that the government has put in place right now uh, and hopefully be on those tax deferrals and you can file your taxes late and pay any taxes owing later by August the 31st. Uh, beyond that, hopefully there will be other measure, uh, measures implemented, but right now you're right, there is not a measure or a benefit that's available for you or the other small owner who may not actually have income. That's, that's absolutely correct. William, appreciate the call. Uh, tough slugging for sure, and I uh, hope it uh, continues or at least something comes around that's going to benefit you and uh, all your pals there as well. 416-870-6400. That is the number to call through. We'll get to uh, to George has been hanging on. Hi, George. Good uh, good evening. How are you? Good evening. What's yeah, up? My, my, my question is uh, our company has just uh, taken the action of taking 15 days of furlough. Uh, so basically 15 days without pay over the next three months. Uh, the, the pay will be spread out over the next eight months. I'm getting a lot of questions from the employees whether this action is appropriate and what, what rights they have. Well, they really would have only two options. And option number one is they can accept this and continue working uh, with these changes that have been implemented, or they may be able to treat this as a constructive dismissal. But that means they essentially would be quitting and pursuing severance. So even though what the company is doing, technically speaking, is something they're not allowed to do, th there's no mechanism to stop them. The only mechanism that's available is to treat that as a termination. If you or any colleagues want to consider that, say, you know what, we don't want to work here anymore, we'd rather leave with our severance, then you can do that, and I want to speak to you off air so we can talk about how to make that happen. The, the other problem, of course, is right now you would not qualify for the CERB because you're still earning income. Uh, or, or for EI for that matter, uh, but that could change in the coming days. But those are your options uh, right now, George. Thank you. Thank you, George. Appreciate that. Reaching out is uh, to Lior and the crew if you need to do so. One eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. I'm going to uh, get squeeze Chris in here. Chris uh, got about a minute before we break. Chris, what's going on? Hi, I just wanted to double check a little bit again about what's going on with the COVID. Um, my company's actually shutting down. Um, they've offered me a continuance, salary continuance for three and a half months, although your pay calculator says it should be eight. Now, I was also having uh, a bit of an issue with the company, and we were in the middle of trying to rectify some human rights issues um, that they never really addressed. So I don't know uh, which way to go. Now, the other thing is, is I've asked for my ROE because I've been off for two and a half weeks. They said no, not until I come back with signing of my severance package. They don't have to give it to me. You know, Chris, you have great questions, and I want to answer them. And rather than try to kind of squeeze that into 10 seconds, why don't you hold through the break? We'll take our little break. When we come back, I want to address all these things, give you some guidance, and help you with your situation. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Hang on. We'll get to you. Ursula, I see you as well. And plenty of time for your phone calls. 416-870-6400. You have concerns about COVID-19, how it is affecting or might affect your job, either as an employee or employer. doesn't matter. Bring it on. Bring it on. Get your answers here. This is where you want to be. Employment Law Show, Global News Radio. You are listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto. 
Yeah, that's a good advice. Call now if you have questions about uh, COVID-19 as it relates to your workplace as an employee or an employer or a regular, uh, you know, employment law question. That'd be, uh, be smart as well. You want to send along an email, help at employmentlawyer.ca. And for the next little while, covidrights.ca. There's also, I guess we're calling it a calculator, Lior drummed up already about CERB. You want to check it out whether you qualify. Some confusion there as well. Go to covidrights.ca. Scroll down a little bit and uh, you'll see it right there. Getting back to uh, to Chris. Hi, Chris. Uh, we're back with you. How are you? Good. Thank you. Good. Well, Chris, you, you were saying that your employer let you go. So let's go through a bit of an analysis. How long have you worked with this company? Um, I would uh, three and a half years. Three, three years. And a half. Okay. Four, three. Th- sorry, three or four years now. 2015. That'd be four years. That'd be almost five years. Yes, mm. actually. So, <laughs> time flies. Oh, my it, gosh. Time flies <laughs> when you're having fun. That's yeah. for sure. And what kind of a job, Chris, and how old are you? I am 57, and yeah. I was in a service position. A service position? I was position. the only one in the customer service. It was a small office, and I would handle, like, all the web orders and all of the walk-ins and things like that. And so so you, you certainly should be owed somewhere north of six months pay, and you said the company had offered you three and a half months. Now, that's not unusual yeah. because in 90% of cases, a company actually offers a lot less than what the person is owed, either because the company doesn't know better or because they hope the individual doesn't know better. Well, you know better because you checked out uh, pocketemploymentlawyer.ca. That's great. So right off the bat, yes, you can't or should not accept this because you're owed potentially double what they've offered you. You also said there's potentially uh, some human rights issues there. So obviously there's a lot of things to discuss. They also cannot hold your record of employment hostage. You said that they're not going to give it to you until you sign. That's nonsense. It's illegal. They have to issue it within two weeks of you being terminated, whether you sign the piece of paper or whether you throw it in their face. And by the way, I don't recommend throwing anything in anyone's face. No. So so what I want you to do, Chris, is I want you to connect with me uh, off air. Uh, let me get some more information from you. I'll review whatever employment agreement there may be in place if you ever sign one and ultimately if the conclusion is you're owed six seven even more months pay i can easily help you get that and we should also talk about those human rights issues you mentioned very good thank you Thank you, Chris. Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate you hanging on. We're just waiting for uh, Ursula and Sue to get set here. As soon as I get a green light, we'll uh, we'll throw them on the air. Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. And if you have some time, go to covidrights.ca as well. And there you will find all kinds of use, uh, useful information as well. Somewhat of, I guess we're calling it a uh, CERB calculator. So it's funny you mentioned that the uh, the other day, and we have been actually for the last week that. Extreme example, if you went from making $100,000 a year to $1 a year because of COVID, that's still the threshold. It's either all or nothing when it comes to the CERB, but it looks like there might be some help on the horizon, yeah? Yeah, and how, how silly of that if, uh, of that is if you think about it. So if, if, you were make, if you're making no income, you get CRB, you get the full amount. If you're making a dollar, as ridiculous as that, as that sounds, you don't get any of it. Obviously, that's not a problem. Uh, th- that's a problem, and that's not right. And it's because of that that the government has now realized, well, we can't do that. We have to actually allow more people to qualify. Uh, I, I've been speaking for the past three weeks every day, multiple times a day, people saying, well, I'm still working a few hours, but I can't make enough money to live. Well, the government has realized that you will be able to qualify, whether it's the CERB benefit or a different benefit. Help is on the way. But right now, as we speak on Monday, there's still that line in the sand. You have to have no income, zero income in order to qualify for the CERB, but that's changing.
Back to the phones we go. Ursula, thank you so much for hanging on. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Great. What's uh, what's your concern tonight? Um, long, to make a long story short, uh, I'm an HSW, PSW. I work for an agency. Uh, since March 16th, I haven't been working because I was sick. And then a week later, I decided to check to see if I tested positive for COVID. Um, about eight days later, I found out that I got a letter in the mail that it was negative. So I was still, I'm just still recovering now. I'm feeling a lot better now, but um, because of this now CRB, um, putting my life, I'm still not 100%. And because I have three kids at home, can I, do I have the right or would I qualify for the CRB if I decide to stay home with my little kids? Well, one little kid, she's still six, and the other two are older. But being a PSW, going back and forth from patients that are very high risk, I don't want to take that risk. Can I opt to stay home and apply for the CRB? You know so what the, I'm trying to say? Yeah, I know exactly what you're trying to say. And, and the CRB is available for parents that now have lost their child care because, you know, schools are closed and, and daycares are closed. So in that situation, if you, you have to stay home with, with your child or with your children because there's no other care, then yes, you can apply for the CERB. The, 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 if it was simply a matter of, I don't want to go to work because I'm unsafe, that actually is not likely enough to qualify for the CERB uh, because there is a job, and unless that job puts you in, in unusual danger, you would have to go to work. But because there's childcare obligations, the government has said that in those situations, you would qualify for the CERB. So yes, you go ahead and you should apply for that uh, as soon as possible. Because I haven't gone to work yet. They haven't been putting me on a schedule um, before I approach them to let them know. I just want to know exactly the proper steps, the protocol, how to go about it. So the first thing you would do is you would tell your employer, uh, assuming this is right, I'm not telling you what to say if it's not right. If it is right, you would say to them that because you have a, a young child at home that now is at home, there's no nowhere to send them, there's no schools or daycares, uh, you have to stay and, and, and care for your child. So because of that, until that issue gets resolved and there's care, you won't be able to come back to work. Once you've done that, then you can apply for the CERB on that basis, uh, and you would be able to qualify uh, in, in that situation uh, because you're not working really because of the virus. It's not because it's affected you. It's because it affected your children to the extent that now they can't go to school. So yes, you would be able to uh, to apply for the CRB. Let your employer know that that's what you're doing. Uh, they, they should be uh, uh, issuing you a record of employment saying that you're you're off uh, on, on a leave because of that. Even if they don't, though, you can still apply for the CRB. Okay, so I think they sent, I requested a ROE uh, to be sent mm -hmm. to Service Canada. I don't know. I didn't hear anything, but um, I'm just wondering if they will fire me after. or They, can, they cannot legally situation. fire you. No, they cannot legally fire you. If they even try, you call me right away. No, legally they cannot fire you. Uh, so, so let them know just exactly what I said and then apply for the CERB. Ursula, appreciate that. And by the way, just just in case, if you need the number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred, but the here and now to uh, to talk to Lior for the remainder of our time on the air, bring it on four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Chris, good evening. Hey, Chris. Hi. 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 Go ahead. I've already been on there, actually. I'm oh, you're back. Yes. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah go ahead quickly because I got a bunch more calls, Chris. Something else you need to know? No. Okay, good. And uh, that was weird. Uh, Chris got in again because she was hanging out. Very strange. <laughs> Move over. To- Interesting. Uh, yeah, we'll try to get on Sue here. My my, just just so you know, my my computer right now is being a complete DB. So I'm trying to click on these calls. If someone at the station can click Sue on that, it'd be great. That'd be excellent. Before I toss my PC out the window, what's going on? You can, unless you can do it, Leor, that'd be great. I don't want to press the wrong oh. button. Ah! <laughs> Hi, Sue. How Sue? you doing? Hi, Leor. How are you tonight? Doing great. Thank you. Great. Thank you for taking my call. So I have just a couple. Quick, I hope they're quick. We lost was Sue you? already. Was that you, John, or I, someone else? I got—I don't know. I got no control. So if Sue calls back. We'll uh, we'll get to her. So, uh, yeah. I mean, feel. Give me a give me a feel. Of the last week or so, what it's been. What's what's been the lion's share of the calls coming through to you? I, I assume it's COVID nineteen. But what's the angle? Yeah, the, really, it's about what benefits, what entitlements do I have, what do I qualify for. The, that's been the the theme, and you know, with the CRB thing, who, who would have thought that something that didn't even exist two weeks ago will become yeah. the, the the biggest thing uh, that I'm speaking about? I mean, I don't think I've I've gone two minutes without saying the word CRB, uh, but yeah. but that's been a, a huge issue. And that thing is still being tweaked. And, of course, I've also been dealing with many layoff situations with people deciding what they want to do with those layoffs. Do they want to hang tight and see what happens, or do they want to treat that as a termination? Remember, you do have that right to treat the layoff as a termination. If that's what you choose to do, yes, you can. If you want to do that, call me. Uh, but do you remember, in most cases, if the business is still operating or able to operate, a temporary layoff could be considered a termination if that's what you want. All right, we'll move over to uh, to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Thanks for calling in. How are, How are you? you? Good, Good pal. Um, I just had a question. My yep. wife and I are still working. We're both uh, going to be able to continue to work through this. We have three young kids. Um, my oldest daughter, who's 17, had to quit her job in order to take care of her kids. Is there anything available to her? Because she's going to university next year and she was saving up for university. So... So, so she, available to her. So she had to quit to, to care for, for your for her I guess her siblings? Yes, yes. We have a eight year old, a ten year old, and my oldest daughter's eighteen. That's a that's a that's a very interesting situation, but as the as the benefit has been outlined or, or defined, I should say, by the government, she would actually not qualify because it's not her children and the the, the benefit is available for parents that can't work because they have to care for their children, but because it's not her children that she wouldn't qualify. Uh, and, and you know, I, I, it's interesting. Actually, that's probably one of the few questions that haven't I haven't been asked yet over the past couple of weeks. But right hmm. now, the way the CRB benefit is defined, unfortunately, Kevin, she would not qualify. She doesn't meet those criteria. So no, th- there would be no nothing really available to her in this situation. Unfortunately, that that really is not right. Uh, but but she's doing obviously something so helpful to allow you to continue working. But despite that, no, there's no no benefit that's available. Okay, perfect. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate your time, and thank you for calling and moving down to uh, to Sean now. Hey, Sean, uh, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you doing, guys? Good. Okay, what's uh, what's up? What's your concern? Um, I've got a question. I'm still working, uh, but there's pending coming down the line here that uh, they could move me or, or move us to a four-day work week and asking or saying that uh, for that fifth day off, that we would have to use our vacation time. So each week you'd use a, a holiday day. So my question is, is, are they allowed to do that? And do I have to take my holiday days as a day off because of the situation? 
And obviously that's something that's going to make you very unhappy because you're using up your holiday days, which means you're not going to have them when you actually want to take holidays. Uh, Despite that, an employer is allowed to decide when and and how an employee takes their vacation. So in this case, they say you're simply going to take one vacation day a week for the next number of, of weeks. That is something that you know, unfair and, and obviously something that's not going to make you happy, but it is legal. They are able to do that. Now, where things could become less legal is once you've used up your vacation days, if they're gone, if you're still at four days a week and now it's unpaid, then that may lead to a constructive dismissal. Now you may be able to say, well, wait a second. Now I'm actually only getting paid for four days. Uh, that's a reduction. That's a you know 20% reduction in my income. So because of that, I, I have the right, if you so choose, to treat that as a constructive dismissal. That's something that may happen. If you want to do that, we can chat about it. But in terms of using your vacation, yes, they're allowed to make you use those vacation days. Thank you very much. Thank you, Sean. Appreciate that. Reaching out is simple, by the way, one 821 5900 help at employmentlawyer.ca. But to call here now tonight as we speak to get more information, 416-870-6400. And Sue. Hi, Sue. Hi. How are you? I'm going to try okay. again. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. Trust me. It's it's all good. Go. Well, we got you. Thank you so much. Hi, Lior. Um, Hi there. So we are a small manufacturing company and our industry shut down, but we didn't close. We took a few days and we retooled. We are now making face shields. Excellent. Excellent. It's it's wonderful. Popping busy. But guess what our problem is? We cannot find people to work for us. So the three, our three employees, so this is more for them and a little for us. So our three employees have children who are 12 and under. So they have said, you know, they need to collect the 2000 which they feel they automatically qualify for. So, of course, when I submitted my ROEs, I put leave of absence because we're still open. We would love to have them work for us. But uh, they said, no, we can't work for you. We need to collect this $2,000 a month benefit because our kids are not in school. And they, they all have uh, children under the age of 12. So that's fine. We have a job for them when, you know, when all this mm-hmm. clears up. Right. So, in the me- so, so in the meantime, I'm, I'm just wondering uh, a couple questions. Number one, people who go on regular EI because their business has totally shut down, do you, do you know if those people still have to remit regular biweekly reports showing they are looking for a job? So for regular EI, yes, the answer is yes, that they do have to. Keep in mind that everyone that would normally qualify for EI after March the 15th, they automatically will get the CERB. They're not going to get regular EI. And with the CERB, you don't have to do those reports. But for people that maybe qualified for EI before March the 15th, and right now they're still on EI, those people will have to to, uh, submit those reports, yes. Uh, But for your employees, the fact that there's, as I was telling an earlier caller, that they're caring for the children who are off school, that does allow them to qualify for the CRB in that situation. Okay, well, what happens if one of these employees, is they're, they're all married, and their spouse gets laid off from their job because the business has closed? They can't both, and, and in the meantime, the wife can come back to work for us. You know, they're only going to get one payment for both kids, correct? Like, like Or is one able to collect EI under C, uh, collect the CERB, and one is able to collect the 2000 under the CERB. 
So, so you, you've, you've kind of hit on one of the flaws in the program. Remember, this is something that was created very quickly in the span of a couple Absolutely. of days. Usually, this would take years to craft oh, a, a yes. program like the CRB. But, but the, the reality is that they both would be able to claim the CRB under the heading of we have to stay home with our children. I agree with you that it's probably a situation where they don't both need to be home. No. And I but know this for a fact. They both don't need to be home. I, 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 I got it. I, I have I have three kids myself. I'm kind of useless if my wife is home, so I get that. Uh, but beyond that, they are still able to qualify for the, the CRB because the government has said, if you're home caring for your kids, we're not going to actually come into your house and see if you're actually caring for them. We're going to take your word for it. So no. in that sense, there's really not much that can be done. Okay, like, well, I I, pre, I know there's a lot of gray areas still and more things will be wrinkled out. Absolutely. Um, but because of these, like, they are good benefits, I would imagine there are a lot of small print people have to be uh, careful about. But, you know, we want to carry on. We want to provide these face shields and we can't get employees because uh, these benefits are just screaming to them. We don't want to work. We want to collect these benefits. <laughs> I, I, I hear you, and I've heard that the same thing from, from a number of employers, uh, and, and there's no simple solution for that. I, I, I yeah. really hate to hear that, and I hate hearing that people will take advantage when they could be working instead, but but you know, you, you're, you're, you're facing it, and I, I, I hear you, and it's not right. Okay, and there's no way, uh, one last question. Um, there's a yep. couple of people who have helped us. Um, there's a bit of a language barrier, so English is not their first language. Um, so we had one lady today, she was, you know, she worked for us for three days. She says, uh, through a translator, she's going to try to collect benefits instead of working for us. But she never had a full time, she never had a job previous to this. She was never let go of a job because she never had a job previous to this. So she thinks, so is she right? Like, she never had a previous job, can she still collect money? even though there's no employment she's left previously well it's really nothing to do with previous employment if you let her go because of the virus and she's running more than we're like we're like we need you we need you to work no. here then she, she wouldn't says, qualify that's what i thought so we may see her back okay <laughs> absolutely <laughs> thank you so much for your time i know there's a lot of people there and thanks, uh, stay safe everybody thanks thank you Bye-bye. Thank you, Sue. Appreciate that. We're going to uh, to move on here. Let's get to who's been wa- – oh, John's been waiting a little while. Hi, John. How are you? Good. How are you? Good, sir. What's uh, what's your question? So I'm diabetic. My wife has multiple sclerosis. I took a leave of absence from my job for twofold. I'm a shipper receiver dealing with trucks coming across the border and such. I chose to come home and kind of – minimize my wife's exposure as well as my own as she has two psws come in every day to kind of help her out with some things um do i qualify for the cerb coming home to take care of someone who's very high risk as well as myself Unfortunately not. Unfortunately, it's only available if you're caring for children that are off school uh, or if you've essentially lost your job because of that, because of the virus. If in a situation where you don't want to work because uh, you may not want to put someone at risk or you want to help with the care of that person, that benefit is not uh, not available to you, unfortunately. So unless you're, listen, if you talk to your employer and your employer says, we'll put it down as a layoff, strictly speaking, you know, that's not something they're supposed to do. But if they do that, you would qualify for the CERB. But no, based on what you've described, unfortunately, John, you would not qualify. Okay, thank you very much. 
Appreciate it, pal. Going to move on here. I got a couple minutes left. Bill, you're next. Good evening. Yes, thank you, gentlemen. How are you tonight? Yep. Good, good, uh, pal. What's uh, what's going on? Very good, thank you. Uh, the question is, I work part-time, and um, I w- had a minor stroke uh, last Thursday, and I uh, was discharged from the hospital as of today because they um, monitor me, and uh, they thought I qualified to go home. So that being the case, um, the, the question I have is, what can I do in regards to my part-time employment when the doctor suggested I take maybe a one or two weeks off? So if, if the doctor says that, then you need something from a, from the doctor uh, outlining that you shouldn't be working for whatever the period of time. They can put a time or even keep it op- uh, open for now. You provide that to your employer. Your employer then has to give you the time off. And you could also apply for EI sickness benefits. If you have a disability plan through work, a short-term disability, long-term, you could apply for that, if you, depending on how long you're going to be off. But you can certainly also apply for EI sickness benefits in that situation. Okay, so how do I go about those um, um, applications? Uh, who who so, do I get to? Is there a phone number? Or? So you, you need a record of employment from your employer once you provide that, uh, that note saying that you're on a medical leave. There's a code that they would put in. And then you would go, you, you'd go to the EI office online uh, and apply. You can do that online or on the phone uh, and apply for EI sickness benefits. It's a, it's a pretty simple process overall. I see. So that, that's uh, my avenue? Yeah, that, that's really the only recourse at this point, uh, but it starts with you getting something from a doctor that you provide to your employer, and then make sure to ask your employer for your record of employment. See if we get uh, Bob in here with the remaining uh, few minutes that we got. Hi, Bob. Good evening. Hi, how are you? Good. What's, uh, what's on your mind? Well, I, I'm not 100% sure whether this is an MOL problem or uh, if Lior, Lior can help me out. Um, there was an altercation. Uh, about a month ago on the job with my uh, live-in common-law wife and another employee. Um, And there was some very aggressive action on his behalf towards my common-law wife. Um, And it had to do with some sexual slurs uh, and all that. So apparently they had given two weeks off and then at the end of that, uh, or two days off, and at the end of that he quit. So after this was all done and it was brought to the attention of the employer, uh, uh, they hired him back in a position where he can dictate her runs. Wow. So, so they're, they're, they're aware of what happened. They're aware of this, this altercation. Yes, there was an email sent to the, to the owner and the manager. So if they're aware, the, the next step would be... Uh, because we want to give them the opportunity to fix the problem. I'd want an email to be sent, if possible, uh, from her, not from you, uh, saying that you know I'm not comfortable with this situation, I'm not comfortable working with this person, I feel unsafe and, and uncomfortable. If they say, well, too bad, then at that point, there's two aspects here. Number one is she may be able to treat this as a constructive dismissal. They've put her in a situation where it's impossible or uncomfortable to continue working, and it could also be a human rights violation. So if that's what happens, if she gives them the opportunity, she tells them she's uncomfortable, and they don't do anything, she needs to call me as soon as possible. I can help her get this resolved, no problem. But I want that email first to be sent to her employer. Okay, saying that she not comfortable because I know she's she's we were trying to talk to the manager just the other day and she broke down and she she's just yeah she's she's 
it needs to be Bob. It needs to be in writing, right? Because we, we want to have a record. You're saying, I'm not comfortable with this. I had this altercation. I'm, a, I'm concerned about my safety. Please fix this so I don't have to work with this person. And if they ignore it, if they don't uh, fix the problem, she can treat that as a termination, but she has to give me a call. And we'll uh, we'll leave it there for now. You want to reach out to Lior? No problem. Help at employmentlawyer.ca. Please do call the number one eight five five eight two one fifty nine hundred. Covidrights.ca. There's a whole section there, and we'll tell you right away if you qualify for the CERB. We'll do it again Wednesday night. Employment Law Show right here, Global News Radio. The preceding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of Global News Radio 640 Toronto.